At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome back in. It is Live Bet Sunday. Happy to be with you. Why did the Niners just go for it? What was the point of that? Debo Samuel fumbles. This game has been over for a while now. It's really over. By the way, while we were gone, uh, Trent Williams got tossed for throwing multiple punches. Uh, this is uh, this has been a disaster of a game, <laughs> and the Eagles have taken full advantage of the uh, of these Niner quarterback injuries, uh, and and really just again, even though they're going to win this game by twenty four, maybe more, don't go into the Super Bowl with the, the best of at least from my perspective and Dustin Sweetelson's perspective and Danny Burke's perspective. Don't go into the Super Bowl again, as weird as it is going to be, especially if they win this game like 38-7. Doesn't feel like it was. Like, remember when they beat Minnesota? That felt like they destroyed Minnesota. And they were, all right, all the, the noise about they're in trouble with Foles, all that. All right, that was nonsense. They have a real shot to beat Philadelphia, or beat uh, New England, even with Foles. They have a real shot to beat whoever wins a later game. But even though they're going to win this game by a lot, there's sub four yards of play going into today. Teams that average four yards of play or less were 12 and 268 in the NFL this year. Yeah, but a lot of that is due to the circumstances of this game. Like Not things wrong. totally changed when Purdy went down. So it's, it's tough to hold it against them when why put anything on film, anything creative, anything new for Cincinnati or Kansas city to see 
when you've locked this thing up in the second quarter. Like, there's no point in showing them anything special. Like, just get by, get the win, walk away healthy, you're good to go. As long as Trent Williams doesn't knock anyone out with a punch. (laughs) 31-7, Philadelphia is going to win. And it's just a matter, again, Philadelphia could get one more score. If they get one more first down, Shanahan can't take any timeouts. Just get out of there at this point with how this has gone uh, today. All right, uh, Danny, AFC title game, let's go to it. Kansas City, either a a one-and-a-half or a two-point favorite against the Bengals. Total's 48. Patrick Mahomes is going to play. Travis Kelsey's going to play. What are you doing here? What do you think? Is there anything to be had in this game from a traditional sense? Or, again, you're, you're a big prop guy. What would you be looking at here? Yeah, I've got a prop and I've got a total. I'll start with the total. I bet this game under 48, and I am uh, very aware that that is not going to be a popular play considering the last three times these teams have met. It has been a very high-scoring affair, and it has been a three-point game every time. But look, the reason that I'm betting this game under is because you look at Cincinnati and Jeff, we've already discussed this, but the biggest difference from their team last year to what you're getting with them this year is their defense and particularly what they're able to do with their defense in the second half and what adjustments they are able to make. That's why they had the advantage against Kansas City this season was able to win. They force a turnover. They force a stop. And that's what they've been able to do in a lot of big game situations. So if you can limit Mahomes with the in a sense where he's already limited potentially because of his injury, obviously that could aid to this being lower scoring. But then the big thing is you look at Cincinnati and you know what they are capable of offensively and you're going up against a very vulnerable Kansas city defense who against the pass really are not that strong. But when you look at what they do specifically against the pass, like, yeah, there's going to be a lot of completions and a lot of guys can get open in some of their coverage, but the deep ball is what they're doing fairly well at preventing. So Kansas city is allowing opponents just 9.2 yards per pass completion, which is third fewest. So now that you still have the Cincinnati offensive line, that is a little banged up, right? I know it wasn't uh, hindered too much last week, but now you're going up against Chris Jones and a pretty solid defensive interior. You still will probably be limited in the amount of time you have to throw. You have a secondary who can at least prevent that big throw downfield. And you're probably going to be limited with those big plays. So I I think that prevents you from just a huge explosive play that will prevent the clock from winding down. And where Kansas City's defense also struggles is against the run, right? They're allowing 5.3 yards per rush attempt to opponents over their last three games. Heck, the Jaguars got 7.6 yards per carry against them last week. And it's a little bit out of context, sure. But what did the Bengals do exceptionally well against Buffalo? They ran the ball. They were so efficient with the run game, which they really haven't been all year. But when they are, not only do they control the possession, it winds down the clock and it opens up a lot more opportunities for them offensively. And Buffalo is a way better run defense. So I think that's going to be their strategy out of the gate. And I think that will in turn, like I've been saying, lead this to being a lower scoring game. You also have some win conditions that could play a factor. And then naturally we know about Mahomes and how he may not be 100%. So uh, I I just don't think this is going to be a blowout like we've been accustomed to with these teams. If it goes over, will I be shocked? Of course not, because we've seen it the last three times. But I just think we're still counting on this being one of those type of environments where the scheming may be a little bit different. And then really quick, uh, the prop that I had, guys, I did Samaje Pirine over two and a half receptions at the price of plus 125. 
Kansas City's allowing opposing tailbacks 6.6 receptions per game. P. Ryan, when he faced Kansas City earlier this year, had six receptions on seven targets. Now, granted, Joe Mixon was out in that game, but P. Ryan has been utilized even when Mixon has been playing. I mean, last week against Buffalo, he had five targets and five receptions. And what was I just telling you, how they prevent some of the big plays downfield? Well, if those are going to be covered and Joe Burrow's getting pressure, you look for the safe, secure route, and that's going to be with a screen or the check down to your running back. And a guy like P. Ryan, who has been utilized frequently as of late in that role, I like that, especially for the fact that they were giving me plus 125. I thought this should be more to pick and price, but I really like the value here with P. Ryan and think he could be a big part of their offense or relatively a big part of their offense like we've seen in these specific situations. So P. Ryan over two and a half receptions and then the total under 48 waiting to live bet aside. It is one kneel down away from being over in Philly. 31-7 your final. This game does go under. So at least we got that one on the board. Still going to be stewing about that scoreless quarter one for a while here. But the, the Niners are done. The Eagles will advance. <clears throat> they will take on the winner of the Chief and Chief Bengal game that is coming in 30-plus minutes from now. The Eagles, uh, again, uh, as high as 40-1 to one to win the Super Bowl during the summer. And... They are going to be in Glendale. They're going to be uh, there two weeks from today. So the Philadelphia Eagles are going to defeat the Niners officially 31-7. They cover all numbers. The number the game goes under all numbers. And it is the Eagles' fourth Super Bowl appearance in team history. The first one since, of course, Super Bowl 52, where they defeated the New England Patriots. 41-33 that day in Minneapolis. As the Eagles are in, they await the winner of the Chiefs and the Bengals. It is Live Bet Sunday here on Visa. I'm Jeff Parles. Dustin Sweetelson's here. Danny Burke is here. Danny just rolled through his plays for the AFC title game. Dustin, is the list as long for you as it was for the NFC title game? No, and luckily. But I'll probably <laughs> still lose all of these as well with the way things are going. Uh, I've got the Bengals plus two. And I bet it after last Sunday's show and all the speculation, everyone was wondering what was happening with Mahomes, And I felt great about it until midweek when some syndicate out there gave out their, uh, the other side. And at that point I went from plus two, the Bengals were minus two and a half and things completely flipped. And I woke up this morning and I actually could have gotten a better number at Cincinnati plus two and a half today. So bit of a frustrating week with thinking I got the best number for a lot of it. And, and that ended up going away. Some other bets I am playing here, the a AFC uh, conference title uh, game, Hayden Hurst. I think he's going to have a big game. Uh, since week 18, 16% target share, 28.6% end zone target share, 71.8% route run rate. Uh, since week 15, the Chiefs have really struggled uh, against tight ends. 21st in yards per reception. And if you're a fantasy player, which most of us are, 28th in fantasy points per game allowed to tight ends, which I think is relevant when you're betting props here. So I think because they have so much struggle with tight ends out of the slot, I think there's going to be a lot of mouths to feed offensively in this game. I expect a lot of points. I like Hurst anytime touchdown, little more than three to one. I like him to go over three and a half receptions. I like him over 35 and a half receiving yards over. Also think Tyler Boyd's got an interesting number on him. Plus 290 anytime touchdown. I think there's absolutely a chance he finds the end zone, but I like his reception total a little bit better over three and a half. I just think he's going to get worked 
uh, with uh, Trent McDuffie, the rookie at corner. A lot of rookies in this KC secondary, but McDuffie specifically allows a 67% catch rate. So I think Boyd's going to benefit from that, and he's going to help move the chains. And then I'm with Danny. Samaje Pirine. This is a Pirine game. Uh, Pirine's played at least 41% of snaps in four of the last five. He has at least seven touches in four of those games. 12 touches last week. Ranks 15th in yards after contact per attempt. 23rd in PFF elusive rating. Ranks 15th in yards per route. I've got him to go over his receiving yards. I couldn't get a good number on his reception out here. Uh, so I went with 16 and a half receiving yards. And if you look back in the matchups against Kansas city in the past, Samaji P Ryan has been super effective on the ground and in the air. I think he's going to see the field just as much as Joe Mixon today. I only have two things in this game. I have no gray anytime touchdown at plus five fifty. I was taking on the news that Kelsey was struggling to walk this week. Uh, and I do think Noah Gray gets involved. I do like his yardage over as well, but didn't bother with that. Maybe we'll take a piece of that before we get going. And I'm on the Bengals, plus the two. I'm with Dustin. I didn't get the best of it either, but still think two is good out there. There's still plenty of two out there. This is, again, I think the Bengals just match up well with Kansas City. Now, you change one little slight thing in all these three matchups, and the Chiefs are 3-0 and in those three games as opposed to 0-3. But I, I think the Bengals are just better as a whole. And I think they're going to win the game outright. Or you get Cincy and Philly. Which would be a fun one. It'd be a fun Super Bowl. Burrow and Hurts. Again, Jalen Hurts, quarterback of a team in the Super Bowl. Who would have thunk it? But the Eagles are in. They smoked the Niners 31-7. Who's going to join them? We got more on the Bengals and Chiefs next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side -side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. It's time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering option, along with in game betting and boosted odds specials. Plenty more as well on the BetMGM app. Just download it today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state issued ID to open an account and start placing bets from anywhere in the state of Nevada. Whatever sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older to place a wager and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem call 1-800-522-4700. The Philadelphia Eagles have punched their ticket to the big game in Glendale, Arizona, two weeks from today. Be uh, about, tw- about 10 minutes, 14 days and... Ten minutes from now, the Eagles will be taking on whoever wins this game coming up in 25 minutes. The Chiefs and the Bengals about to get going at Arrowhead Stadium. I'm Jeff Parles. Dustin Sweetelson's here as well. Danny Burke alongside. And as always, we got we to gotta, gotta bring in all the angles here. So, angles on ankles is what we're going to do here, Dustin. As, again, Patrick Mahomes dealing with the high ankle sprain. Well, it did not look anywhere near, I would, I would say barely even looked 50% in that second half against Jacksonville, but still found a way, and the, the Chiefs won and beat the Jags to get here. But what do you think? What, what do you think we're getting ankle-wise here from Patrick Mahomes, or is this just part of the reason that you really, during the last segment, went through your bets? You were heavier on Cincinnati bets and very light on Kansas City bets. Yeah, I, I couldn't touch anything with the Chiefs. I just don't trust that he's healthy enough And look, there's a lot of numbers I can get into here this segment that have me concerned about him, one, if he's not healthy, but two, with the way he deals with pressure when he's not 100%. Look, the ankle might be good enough for him to make a lot of the throws he normally makes, but he's not going to be able to do all that acrobatic stuff he does when he spins around and he turns and he makes these sharp breaks to get away from defenders and then chucks it deep downfield against deep single coverage. Like, I don't think he's going to be healthy enough to do all of that. And that loses some of the essence that makes Patrick Mahomes who he is. Like he has a 61.3 point dip in passer rating versus with pressure and without pressure during the regular season. That is a massive drop off in his efficiency as a, as a passer in week 13, when he wasn't under pressure, he was awesome against the Bengals. 15 of 18 for two Oh four and a touchdown. But the problem is he it becomes a totally different player under pressure. I am really concerned about that. He was pressured 38% of the time in week 13 and went one of nine for 19 yards and took two sacks. That was with a healthy ankle for Patrick Mahomes. He's just not the same guy under pressure. And I'm more concerned about that when I don't think his ankle is at a hundred percent. I don't buy the videos. 
I don't buy anything he says. I don't buy that maybe it was a high ankle sprain either. It might have been some other ankle injury, and they were just letting it on to believe worse than it was. But I think he has had to do a ton of work to get healthy for this week, and I'm concerned about what he's going to look like. Danny, uh, what do you think here? Because, again, I'm kind of in the camp of Dustin here where – High ankle sprains are bad regardless of under if they're on the interior or the exterior of the ankle. And we saw in that second half against Jacksonville, Mahomes never short hops throws. And he short hopped a couple last week after returning to the game. Look, there's nothing you can say that hasn't already been said, but clearly it's going to limit him to a certain extent on what he thrives on, much like Dustin was saying. And it's his ability to scramble out of the pocket improvise, keep plays going longer than they should, which in turn creates opportunities for the receiver to get more space and make some magic happen. Now, it could easily happen to where we're watching this game and going, yeah, we totally blew it out of proportion. And look, yeah. Andy Reid is enough of an offensive genius to where they're going to be able to scheme around it. And that's what really makes this, in my mind, tricky to bet pre-flop. Like, it's kind of funny because I have been high on Cincinnati and have had them as my number one team for quite some time now in the AFC. So you would think that I would easily be on Cincinnati because, well, now you have a banged up Patrick Mahomes. And if you like them over him when they're healthy, why wouldn't you like him now? But I just think because of that unknown commodity with Mahomes, not only is it going to change Kansas City's game plan, could it be better? Could it be worse? Who knows? but then also Cincinnati's defensive game plan. So they know how to scheme against Mahomes relatively well enough when he's 100%. We've seen that the last three games and those adjustments they have made in the second half. But I wonder how that dynamic alters now with inevitably having a different Chiefs offense. How is that going to affect how uh, Cincinnati's defense comes into the game? And maybe I'm blowing that a little bit more than it needs to be. But I, I just personally am not in a mode where I feel like I need to force a bet right now because I'm sure there will be plenty of in-game situations to where I could maybe get a better look on Cincinnati or heck, maybe even like last week, guys, Cincinnati could be having fairly decent control of the game, yet we're still getting a solid price on them. And the fact that it's like, you know, it's been close to a pick em. right now it's at two. If I'm still in that realm, I'm not going to feel mad about maybe not getting them at plus two before the game. I'm just going to wait for that opportunity to prevent itself within uh, the four quarters. So uh, again, I certainly lean Cincinnati like you guys, but I'm just going to instill a little bit of patience because I want to see how these teams are looking schematically at the beginning. I think also, too, one other thing. We were on the air last week during the Buffalo-Cincinnati game, and, and again, we, we were very impressed with how Cincinnati was able to scheme around all those offensive line injuries. Now, Dustin, we talked about it last week. One time, one whole week, you can do it. Now, with that, all that on tape from last week and the quick passing game, again, again, Cincinnati likes doing it anyway, but even more, even more of a quick passing game on tape I'm just curious because we all we all look at Mahomes' ankle. How is Cincinnati going to do a second consecutive week of the same thing they did to Buffalo? Because as, as great as a lot of people thought Buffalo's defense was, they weren't. They were 27th in pass rush after Von Miller went out after being first with Von Miller. Now you go up against a Kansas City pass rush, which, again, isn't elite, but you have Clark on the outside, and then you have a guy in Chris Jones who is the best interior pass rusher in the league? Him and Quinn Williams are the two best this year. So I'm just curious. I know it's all on the Mahomes' ankle, and properly so. But 
Can Cincinnati's offensive line hold up a second consecutive week? Well, and they haven't gotten healthier either, right? Right. Like that's the thing is they haven't haven't got they're still banged up. And here's the stat everyone knew last week: four and eight. The Bengals are when Burrow sacked four plus times. But here's a, here's a little misconception about that: Joe Burrow's awesome under pressure. I don't just mean that in terms of life. Like we've seen his back against the wall, and he's awesome under like pressure with these games and the storylines and whatnot. But like he's actually under pressure from defenders. Like if you compare him to Mahomes, he has a 60.6 completion rate under, under uh, pressure. Whereas Mahomes is just 42.9 yards per attempt, 7.1 to Mahomes is 6.2. How about this? 10 touchdowns, three interceptions against pressure for Joe Burrow this season. Whereas Patrick Mahomes was second to only Dak Prescott in touchdowns with defenders in his face, his passer rating Burrow 98.1 under pressure while Mahomes is 61.9. Like this dude can handle the pressure. We saw him take this team to the Super Bowl last year with nothing on the offensive line. So I am not as concerned about it because it's not just scheming around it. It's baked in, right? It's baked into what they do that Joe Burrow is going to be under pressure and he's cerebral enough to make calls at the line to get them in the best play for that moment in the game based on what he's seeing. The ball's going to get out quick. He gets it out quicker than anyone in the league. He's able to deal with the fact that he doesn't have great protection. I'm not concerned because we've seen it for two straight years from Cincinnati at this point, and they just kind of deal with it. You know what I mean? When you just wake up every day and you know, this is something that like you're up against it. Like every single day, knowing that you have to factor in the fact that you can't protect your quarterback that well. Well, you know what? The consistency in that actually helps you with your preparation because you can just plan accordingly. And that's what the Bengals do for the last two years. They've planned accordingly that they don't have a great offensive line, yet they still find, find ways to win these games. And they find a lot of ways to win against Kansas City in Burrowhead. In Burrowhead. By the way, speaking of people that are confident in Patrick Mahomes' ankle, uh, the legendary Jimmy Vaccaro came in and gave Brian Ortega a ticket. Some person uh, went up to the window and put $1,000 on the Chiefs to win by 22 or more points at 16 to 1. Uh, Stop. What I, are you I, doing? I, I was about to say, I don't think that bet's getting home. Don't think that. I mean, I'm the guy who just lost like seven no, props. I know, I know. Game, and I'll but... watch Kansas City will win 31 3. And, and uh, we'll look, that guy will look like a genius while we're, all, uh, while we're all banging our heads against the wall trying to find scoreless quarters in NFL games uh, at this rate. Hey, we still got time. We still got about 15 minutes before tip, uh, kickoff, I should say, in Kansas City. Uh, we'll, we'll more to talk about. We have more angles to look at. Uh, we'll see who CBS, the CBS crew takes to know who not to bet. Uh, we're already uh, We may have a, if we have a unanimous Cincinnati, I'm going to leave the show, guys. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> uh, it'll be, it'd be all, all Definitely will. trouble if, if that ends up being the case. All right. Cowher saved us. It won't be unanimous on the CBS pregame show. More to come, Live Bet Sunday, previewing the AFC title game. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge on football's big game, the VEASAN experts have you covered. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber today with an introductory offer of $9.99. Can't even get a Happy Meal with that now. 
VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits, deep dive, betting reports, VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the year, where experts break down brackets, best bets, and all the big game props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. VEASAN.com slash subscribe today. Sign up for just $9.99. Happy to be with Jeff, you. Jeff, why do you know the price of Happy Meals? I, 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 yeah, you're I, making me hungry now. I think I, I, Dustin, I was, I was, I was going for something that everyone knows. I've Who no, are you buying Happy Meals for? <laughs> Do you value, have a secret family we don't know value, about other I, than I, us? I, I'm not Bartolo Colon, Dustin. Sorry about that. <laughs> 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 it's live at Sunday here on Vsin. I'm Jeff Barros. He's Dustin Swedelson. Uh, D- Danny Burks are with us as well. All right, uh, we have one team in the Super Bowl. The Eagles are there. The, uh, they await the winner of the Bengals and the Chiefs. We're still about 10 minutes away at Arrowhead Stadium from this one going. Again, rematch of last year's AFC title game. The Bengals, of course, winning it overtime last year. But remember, it's impossible to get a stop on the first possession of overtime, as the Bills proved the week before that last year. But the Bengals got a stop, and then McPherson kicked the field goal to get Cincinnati to, uh, to the Super Bowl for the first time since the Esiason era. And now looking to do it for the second consecutive year at Arrowhead Stadium. And before we get here again, people just tuning in to us, wanting to figure out what we're betting. Uh, a lot of Bengals flair between Dustin Sweetelson and I. Uh, we're both on the Bengals plus the points, and Dustin has a whole bunch of Bengal props. Yeah, I mean, I just, it's Mahomes' ankle, right? Like I, I went over it last segment that he's not great under pressure. Well, one thing he's great at is throwing on the run. Like, the most yards this season throwing on the run. And he also averages at least three seconds of time to throw versus uh, Lou Anarumo's, I knew I was going to mess it up, Bengals defense. Like, if you're going to take away the time he has to make his plays, you're going to take away something he does as well as anyone in the league, if not the best, I believe he is number two or three in the league in throwing on the run this year then what are you going to get out of Patrick Mahomes? Again, that's me assuming the ankle's not going to be right. And I really, if it's not right, I think the Bengals are going to blitz him so early and often. Like we had Sal Palantonio on follow the money this week. Sal said, they're going to blitz Mahomes coming off the bus. And I think they're going to make sure if that ankle doesn't feel right, or if it feels right early, it's not going to feel right late. He's going to take a lot of hits today. I don't trust his ankle at all. Danny, uh, we talked about it earlier. Again, all eyes on the ankle. And again, we know it's a big deal, obviously. High ankle sprain for a guy who what makes what makes Patrick Mahomes as great as he is, even more so than the, the rocket arm and the, the, the pinpoint accuracy. It's his escapability with that ankle that makes him impossible to defend. And uh, look, uh, this is we're gonna we're gonna find out early how good that ankle is because He's going to hit, get hit once or twice early in the game. And if he's limping around early, that's a good sign for Cincinnati backers in this one. Yeah. And I mean, Josh Allen is similar in the sense that he thrives when he's able to improvise and get out of the pocket. But Cincinnati did a tremendous job in limiting that. And it was also the Bills fault that they just didn't really design enough for him to get out of the pocket and do that and use his mobility. So if that's going to be what's, 
displayed here with Patrick Mahomes, then yeah, it is going to be a tough game for them to keep up with Cincinnati's inevitable scoring, which at least I'm saying inevitable because I don't think Kansas City has a defensive prowess to really stop the Bengals, as did Buffalo didn't do it. Many teams did. I mean, the Ravens did it, but that's a familiar opponent and a really good defense, too. Um, also, you know, for people who are kind of teetering in this game and like myself, who hasn't been anything, I'm fully awaiting Patrick Mahomes to have a great first drive or second drive. Look, there's going to be adrenaline factored in. They're doing whatever they can to aid that ankle, whether Good they're point. injecting something or wrapping it up. So he's going to look fine at first. Let's not all be shocked when everybody tweets, oh, that ankle looks fine. Not nah, realistically, it's still going to be bothering him, kind of like you guys are saying. It's just going to take a, a hit or two for him to start showing that. I, maybe he may not even show a limp, but you know what I mean? At some point, it's probably going to become a factor, just not right away. So don't overreact to that too much if he looks fine at the beginning, because at some point it'll catch up. By the way, Dustin, on the on the amount of party fouls here, the Empire State Building lit up in green and white in honor of the Eagles. <sighs> Cannot do that. Can't do that. Can't do that. Like, cause here, here, cause here's the thing. <laughs> Look, the World Trade Center can do stuff like that, right? Because it's the world. The Chrysler Building can do that because I guess it's Chrysler. I don't know. But the Empire State Building is all about New York. That is offensive as a native New Yorker to hear that the Empire State Building is lighting up in Eagles colors. Gross and disgusting move by them. I'm offended. I, 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 so am I. I'm not even a Giants fan, and I'm, I'm annoyed at that. Can't do that. Can't do that, Danny Burke. That's like if they, they, they lit, the, lit, lit the Sears Tower up green and gold. Yeah, that would never is happen. It still called the building the Sears would have Tower? It's not called the Sears point. Tower. What but... are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> it's, yes, it's the Willits We're... Tower, technically. Yeah, uh, that's still the Sears Bruce? Tower. <laughs> no, if you're calling it the Willis Tower, you're not from Chicago, right? You know, I mean, even Jeff's <laughs> calling it the Sears Tower. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> see, see where we go when these games end too early. We end up in total well, nonsense. <laughs> And this is and this is our Dude, producer this is Brian it. Ortega saying to call it the Willis Tower, the same guy who's putting ketchup on his hot dogs. That is too, true. And yes, Packers fans, anti-Chicago so. Brian Ortega. Yes, <laughs> ketchup is fine on a hot dog as long as there's other parts to it. It can't be the only thing on it. It was the only that means you're ready to start kindergarten. It's the only thing on his hot dogs. Whenever, whenever, whenever I've gone out mid-show to get a hot dog from the <laughs> hot dog cart, uh, uh, Ortega Jeez. would want one. It says only ketchup. And I feel ashamed. I feel ashamed of myself for ordering. Yeah, it's for me. Sometimes it's I, a time issue, guys. Sometimes <laughs> I don't have time to get the hot dog and come in. I just no, one, no, no, no. one condiment at a time. We're, we're not we're not blaming you for for, for again during the segment that uh, D- Dustin and Danny handle or uh, Ben and Danny during the regular season. That's fine. I have no problem getting it. I just sometimes a little embarrassed to just get hot dog on the ketchup. <laughs> just a little bit. I'm just throwing that off. Um, so yeah, uh, you got to order that yourself. That's like Jeff. If your fiance sends you to Starbucks and, and gives you this long use, you know, that, that order is a little lengthier than you oh, would yeah. get at that point. It's like, you know, you got to do the move where you call her on the phone or have her record a voice memo and just play it when you're at the drive. Oh, no, no, no. It's very, Dustin, you don't want to have to say that it's you Dustin. That's a very easy workaround. That's just order on the app. And yes, they just, I, I'm true. not in the store when usually the order is ready. So I just walk up, I, you know, find what? I my can tell you and go from there. If the South Point had an app I could order hot dogs on, you guys would see me a lot more over there. <laughs> Jimmy, Vinny, Chris, if you're listening, app for hot dogs for Dustin. You'll get his business more. 
Guys, uh, I have a legit question for you guys. Please, for, go for, ahead. For pertaining to this game. Yes. So I was one of the people that wound oh, up getting... Oh, here the producer getting us back on track. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I actually had bet this game, I think, on Wednesday when it was at two... So it was, going, it was at two and a half most of the day for um, the Bengals. Yeah. And then I saw it pop to one and a half, and then I... Uh, minus one and a half, and I took it. And then as the week went on... It obviously went the other direction. Should I feel bad about the bet that I made on Wednesday, getting it at one and a half? Well, you definitely don't have closing line value, uh, point out the obvious. But, I mean, look, let's be honest with ourselves. If Cincinnati wins this game by one, that's really, you're aggravated. But I don't, if Cincinnati wins this game, I don't think they're just winning by one. So, yeah, you lost some closing line value. If you think Cincinnati's going to win the game, I don't mind, I don't, Think you should feel sorry for yourself that you took a bad number. What do you guys think? What do you think, Danny? Uh, I wouldn't feel too bad because it's one of those situations where, like you're saying, Jeff, realistically, if they're going to win, it's probably going to be by at least three. I mean, all the other three games landed on three. That doesn't mean that's going to be the case. But if we're talking key numbers and it get beat that way, that's just an unfortunate bad beat. But, you know, also, if it comes down to where it's like one or one and a half, me personally, I just lay a little bit more on the money line for that extra security. At yeah. the end of the day, I wouldn't be beating yourself up about it, though, uh, Brian. I think you'll be fine if that ends up being the right side. That's why I got it this morning here at South Point, plus 112, money line, Bengals. Let's go, baby. There you go. We are about to be under about to be underway at Arrowhead. Chiefs are going to close one and a half point favorites. The total got bet up to 49. Not overly shocking that the over got hit here. Bengals, again, dime line behind me at the South Point. Chiefs, minus 122. Bengals, plus 112. I think the best number I saw in the market was Bengals, plus 117. At Circa, I think that was the best that you could do on a money line on Cincinnati. Uh, there are some twos out there. You're still probably about 10 seconds, 20 seconds if you want to bet it. Uh, but we're about to get going at Arrowhead Stadium, 22 degrees. Cincinnati getting the ball first. Did they win the toss or did Kansas City defer? That that was uh, regardless. Bengals get the ball first. As we're about to get rolling, AFC title game. Take two at Arrowhead between the Chiefs and the Bengals. Chiefs looking to beat Cincinnati for the first time in four tries. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I bet you're smart. Yeah, and you like to hold your own in the group chat. We can help you drop even more knowledge. My name is Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. We host a daily news podcast called Post Reports. Every weekday afternoon, Post Reports takes you inside an important and interesting story with the kind of reporting that you can only get from The Washington Post. You can listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. Go find it now and hit follow. 
We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Live Bet Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sports books, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you place a wager at BetMGM, you can earn, earn BetMGM Rewards points. You can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets. And it's never been easier to join in on the action at the new BetMGM app featuring a fresh new redesign. Planning a trip to Vegas? You can convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that can be used towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older to place a wager Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We are underway at Arrowhead Stadium. The Chiefs and the Bengals in the AFC title game. Winner gets Philly in Glendale, Arizona, two weeks from today. The show is Live Bet Sunday here on VEASAN. I'm Jeff Barles. Dustin Sweetelson's here as well. And Danny Burke. Uh, two completions to Jamar Chase. A near interception. A Samaji Pirine run and an injury to a Kansas City defender. As Cincinnati in a third and four at their own 37-yard line, a little under two minutes in, and we're right on the pre-flop numbers still. KC laying a point and a half, 47 and a half to total, Danny. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, again, look, this is just like we've seen from Cincinnati in the past, right? If they can work their way downfield, and it doesn't even have to be in an abrupt manner. I mean, this is what they did against Buffalo. They work so methodically and take their time and control that time of possession. This is what I'm banking on for this to be a lower scoring game. So, look, I don't even mind if Cincinnati's making their way downfield. As long as it is going to be at a slower tempo, that's signaling that I have at least had the right idea of what Cincinnati is looking to do. But, of course, it depends what they do on that third down. Third and four, Burrow has to step up and run, and he's got it. Burrow with a gain of six on third and four. And a flag, though, so let's see what we have here. Is it a hold on Cincinnati? Is it a uh, illegal hands to the face? Is Trent Irwin going to get involved? All questions that we need to be answered here. Good uh, stalling. Uh, yeah, I false, am. I am stalling. Why, why, hold on. Wait. If it's a false start, start why right? do we see the end of the play? Wait a second. Like, come wait, on. Wait, wait, what? If it's a false start. Yeah, exactly. If it's a false start, how do you let Burrow get hit? Come on. Come it's on, ridiculous. It was a dinner to right tackle who moved early, but go back to a third and nine after that. 
instead of a first Bengals down for Cincinnati. Bengals were the third best on third down, by the way. Third best team in the league on third down. And they were spectacular a week ago against Buffalo in third down scenarios. Burrow in third down is going to get sacked. Maybe. Yes, he is. Frank Clark. Nice there hit. you go. So, look, look, the Kansas City – the Kansas City defense, much maligned this whole season, their pass rush has been very good, especially at key times this year. Clark has played well, and Clark there, again, it was just a whole pocket collapse. No one got open, and Clark finished the job there, getting the sack on Burrow, and a nice stand by the Kansas City defense, Dustin. So that is the 13th playoff sack in Frank Clark's career. That's the most in the league since he was drafted in 2015. And with that sack, he passed Terrell Suggs, who had 12 and a half. They were tied uh, for third most. Or sorry, he had half less. Half less with the full sack. Now Frank Clark has the third most of all time. Playoff sacks. It's pretty, pretty good. impressive. Pretty impressive. Pretty impressive. Plenty Again. of career left in front of him, too. Of course, he's uh, look. He's he's had a lot of playoff opportunities with the two places he's played, but taking full advantage of it again. That's Dustin. You would have got a lot of people with that in a trivia in a, in a trivia game. Would have got a lot of people with that. Like don't people? Yeah, most most uh, career playoff sacks since 2015. Frank Clark. And by the way, remember he was a Seahawk. Yep. And I don't remember what Kansas City gave up for him. But he would have looked good had he stayed in Seattle. So you got to question deals like that where this guy's had the longevity as a pass rusher. It was a one and a three went the other way, and a conditional second went the other way. All right. They got a decent haul for him. It's okay, but always rather have an elite pass rusher. It's usually a good thing. And Clark, it's funny because Clark's regular season numbers with Kansas City, he's never had a season that equaled. 2016, where he had 10 sacks, and then the year before the trade, 2018, where he had 13. He's never had a regular season like that, but he has Dustin said. Playoff Frankie. It's been great in the postseason, and, of course, he got there right as uh, Kansas City started getting really good. Uh, as uh, KC's going to have a third. Oh, actually, what a play by Pacheco to pick up a first down. I, he was out of bounds like 15 oh. yards back and just kept running. Like, <laughs> can't stand that. These yeah, guys go out of bounds. They just keep running in a straight line along the white. That was actually, uh, I thought he was going to be out of bounds about four or five yards short. Turned it upfield, picked up an extra seven, eight yards, and a Kansas City first down. Here we go. Here we go. We're getting an up-close shot of the ankle here. How does it look? How does it look? Oh, he look. didn't really use it. Didn't really use it there. Kansas City on the move. First down and 10 in Cincinnati territory. After one first down, again, KC closing one and a half point favorites. Now, there's that Kelsey guy who's pretty good and. On the move, Kansas City is four and a half point favorites already with a total of 48 and a half. So we're we're spiking quickly here, Danny. Yeah, and look, what did we say was gonna happen? We said that Mahomes will probably look all right in this first drive, maybe even the first couple. And this is why I'm waiting for that in-game spot because the line is going to adjust enough to where I already like Cincinnati. Assuming Kansas City gets their score here, then I'm gonna get a way better price on the Bengals. I mean, this game is going to have so many back and forth moments and so many opportunities for both sides. So you may not even need to jump in right away, but I, I might do that assuming Kansas City can get a score here. Already seeing five and a half. I mean, come on. Pretty quick move, uh, but a very good start for Kansas City. Hey, look, any points on yeah. this drive would be a good start for Kansas City. Already on the move. Uh, that was Sky Moore on a three-yard carry. Uh, total is up to 49 and a half. Go ahead, Dustin. 
based on what we've seen from the play calling so far, so far, yes, a couple short little plays, the little play right there to Sky Moore, kind of end around looking thing. It leads me to believe that Patrick Mahomes' ankle is not right as we expected. Oh, I mean, look, I think it's a safe bet to say that Patrick Mahomes' ankle is not right. Again, a high ankle sprain, that's usually the four- to six-week injury. Cincinnati's yeah, but, you know, he's doing the dancing and for the cameras at practice, and every word is, always oh, fine. He's doing everything. It's not an issue. Like, you got to read between the lines with these things. You got to understand there's some gamesmanship happening on, on, their, on their account. Like, and based on the play calling, unless they're just duping us for the moment when they think they need to take a shot downfield, it, it seems like the offense is built around the fact that he's not the same. Third down and now, Greg, he has the arm to handle anything and not have to use his legs. Correct. But this still isn't the normal Mahomes is all I'm saying. Third down and five for Kansas City. Mahomes up top. Did As Tony, he makes a sick throw. Did Tony catch that? Nope. No, I don't think Ball he did. I thought they hit the ground. That was almost a spectacular touchdown for Kansas City. But Kadarius Tony just can't hold on. And Harrison Butker is going to be. Heading out for a field goal attempt here. So, a, a, a again, points more than likely on this drive, but a stand for Cincinnati's defense. Uh, that is – that ball is definitely incomplete. That ball's rolling on the ground. But that is that is almost a spectacular play by Kadarius Tony. So, Cincinnati dodges uh, – dodge, gets a break there. Because that ball very easily could have been caught. Are they? Re I think they're reviewing this. You know what? If you're Andy, Jeff, I don't know, you know if he ever if, lost if, possession. Look, if you're Andy Reid, since it was down to one on the play clock, that is worth a challenge. Because you're going to have to burn a timeout anyway. I don't think that's a catch. I don't think he controlled it all the way through. But I don't know what to I, catch anymore I don't in this know. league. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be butthurt about this because uh, I strongly considered a Kadarius Tony anytime touchdown, but I just don't think he's on the field that much. But I'm looking, man. I need an A. I don't know if he ever lost in the ball state on the ground. Like, I don't. Oh, boy. The, the one thing I that might happen on ground. this is that they're going to say there's not enough evidence to turn it over. I that's don't, the only I, thing. That's really, that angle, that last angle is really close. I think they're going to get screwed by the, the, the original call on the field, Dustin. Yeah, I, don't think I think that's what it's going to end up I think being. that's going to be one of those that stands where you don't have enough evidence, wait, hold, like you said. Where, where's Tony, like? Like show show that you think you caught it. Be a little more animated coming off the ground. Like there was nothing from him that indicated he felt he caught the ball. I'm like, it looks like he might have caught it. So I I don't know now. I'm going back and forth on it, uh, which means to, it'll probably be. I'm just gonna say pass. to me, it clearly looked like it hit the ground, guys, and especially because of the call on the field. That ball's rolling, and from the calls we've seen in the past, there's no way this should be ruled a touchdown. I don't based think on that. that. The I, fact I, that Danny, you think you know what a catch is, and if that <laughs> is up to the description, that, leads me fair. to believe it might now be a catch. I've gone back and forth in this segment three times. Off the board right now, all <laughs> lines again. Andy Reid challenging. Oh, an incomplete pass that if it's reversed would be a Kadarius Tony touchdown. Tony was going off between 15 and 20 to one first touchdown. So a lot on the line here. And if not, it'll be a Butker field goal attempt on the other side. We will let you know what ends up happening on the review when we come back. Well, I bet Sunday here on VEASAN final hour of the show coming your way next.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.